You know how Mommy and Daddy said not to judge a book by its cover? That's exactly what we do on this show. We do not read these books. Candace and Jess are professionals. Please do not try this at home. Oh, we were off, weren't we? I don't know. I thought that felt pretty good. Oh, if it did yeah. to you, then I it, think was. it was. I thought it was like the winner. That one felt nice and smooth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can work with that. I don't eat peanut butter, but if I did, no, if I did, it'd be chunky. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. I am Candace. And I am Jess. And also, Candace, you can't just leave a sentence that when we're talking, like start talking about peanut butter and mm-hmm. then just like leave it there. And be like, hey, let's yeah, all be business. Let's do forward. the intro now. <laughs> well, I, I just um, really don't like peanut butter to really? the point where I used to lie and say I was allergic to peanuts because I just hated it so much. Oh, for real? Like peanut butter is my jam. <laughs> well, well, jam is your jam. jam. Is, yes, jam is my jam. But like, uh, I mean, growing up, I mean, my dad used to make a. A, this sandwich that he would call a dad sandwich oh my and gosh no no this was like oh it was the most fantastic so he'd get a piece of bread and he would put peanut butter down like that mm-hmm. good like adam adam's peanut butter the like the, right. the real the real class stuff the stuff you got to stir up before you use it that's I what i was gonna it. say the stuff with the top layer yeah the oily yeah. stuff and it's got those mm-hmm. little like grit like a weird sandpaper peanut butter hybrid Beautiful. um so he'd take that and he'd smear that on the bread and then he would take some butter and he would smear a layer of butter on top oh. of the peanut butter. And then he would take like um, like saltines, like premium plus or whatever. And he would just like plop four of them on top of that. And he would eat that. And he always called that a dad sandwich. Oh my gosh. And it's my I... <laughs> favorite one to eat. Like I haven't had one in a long time, but I love it. And I used to go one step further and I would make two pieces of bread, peanut butter, both of them butter on the inside and then i would do a layer of crackers and then sandwich it together and then it would be this like crunchy peanut butter cracker sandwich that's insane i know that we talk about dads a lot on the podcast but my dad once sent this is a dad sandwich not because he called it it a dad sandwich because it is yeah uh he sent me to school with a syrup sandwich a syrup sandwich and my dad's a good cook and when i came home and said dad I ate it, but what was that? He said, I thought you liked syrup. <laughs> was there anything else in, like, was it just two pieces of bread, like, and they were soaked with syrup? Yeah, it's like he put it on like it was honey. Oh, like maple but, syrup? Like a Mrs. No, Butter, no, Mutter, Mrs. Butterworth's kind of? No, it probably was an Aunt Jemima situation, and he just kind of spread it on like it was butter, or, you know, it's not like he soaked them. It wasn't like I had this crystallized uh, <laughs> two pieces of bread in, my, in mm-hmm. the bag. Um, but that is... <laughs> Crystalline you know, syrup bread. That, that's a dad sandwich, everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we you go. You heard it here. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, well, now... F- now, for you listeners out there, as you've already quite figured out, um, we here on Candace and Jess Judge a Book by Its Cover do exactly that. We judge books by their cover. We take books. We don't read them. We judge them. Mm, we we'll judge tell you them. what they're all and about. We you get know, derailed on the crazy train and quite often. It's pretty much derailment central because we don't know where we're going. We're just... What a terrible name for a train station. <laughs> derailment central. <laughs> yeah. Choo-choo. Well, coming in. 
I mean, at least you you can expect that. And that's what you're going to go there and be like, well, I don't really know. Right. Um, there's no surprises at Deray and Lynch. Yeah. Special. Yeah. And uh, the the, uh, the soundtrack is all done by Ozzy Osbourne. <sighs> Ozzy. That, <laughs> this, that... This, the soundtrack to a train station. Because they Sharon! have that. <laughs> you know, I once heard that all Ozzy does at his concerts now is moon the moon the poor people that bought the tickets. Oh, really? Um, but I don't know if that's true. Oh. I like to imagine it. Yeah. It's white think... and it's really flat and it's his butt, yeah. which is fun. There's a bat wing coming out of it. Oh no! Wait, it would have been it would have been just the head. <laughs> That's right. I don't think he ate the whole bat. You know no. what? I didn't even remember that. Yeah. I didn't understand your reference, but then I was just like, "Yeah, that's actually what I see." But mm-hmm. now I get it. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He just Aww. swallowed it whole. Oh, poor bat. Um, <laughs> poor bat. Third. Uh, yeah. So it's been a couple weeks since Halloween. <laughs> yes. It's been a while since Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. still missing it. Like, still... I know that we, last episode, asked everyone how they felt about us, you know, doing Halloween episodes all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't, we haven't gotten any feedback on that yet, but uh, we think about it. Yeah, in the night times. In the night times, yeah. when we're hanging to go yeah. to bed. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. There we go. So, Candace, how you, how you doing? How you been? It's November now. We have to get out of this. Right. I've been good, Jess. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've been great. I've been the custodian of homes that i have been for the last almost a year now Mm -hmm. somebody save me (laughs) everything's good cool that's good that's awesome yeah Yeah, how about you buddy i've also been um i've been fantastic i've been doing good i've been uh well you know going back jump back a few episodes i'm doing very well thank you uh i'm up i'm feeling fantastic feeling great uh i've just i've sort of been um Working on kind of, you know how like you go through something and then you're like, hey, I need to do something positive for myself and I want to reinvent myself and uh, and do something different. So so instead of home improvement with Tim Allen, it's self-improvement with Jess. Yeah, exactly. And I, but I don't grunt as much. It's but I time. But I might. Not right now, though. That it wasn't no. a segue to grunt at anyone. So... I decided one of the easiest ways to to get into, you know, doing that, make myself feel better. And I was, you know what? I'm going to get some new clothes because, you know, you feel better. You get some new pants and you're like, hey, I feel good in my new pants. Or you get some new shoes and you're like, look at these new shoes, world. Or you get a new shirt and then you're like, God fucking damn it. It's too big. And then you're like, well, I'll just never wear a shirt ever. But then you're like, well, it's November in Canada and that's not an option ever. No. So, also, I like the idea of you introducing your shoes to the world as they are face down mm-hmm. to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they should know each other. Yeah. It's kind of rude to to walk all over without introductions. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is kind of like a direct bearing of your souls Ow! to the world. Very. Cl- anyways, uh, so the other day I was feeling. Uh, I was feeling pretty confident and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. Uh, And I decided that I was going to go out into the world, into the actual physical world. Mm -hmm. And um, I I ended up at a mall, to a bigger mall, into that metro town that's way out in Burnaby. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm I'm there and I'm outside and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into this mall and I'm going to go, I'm going to go try on some clothes in stores 
by myself surrounded with strangers and like you know sounds and 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 smells and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna leave this mall and i'm gonna have some new clothes i'm gonna feel good i might even buy some new boots or shoes or footwear yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it was pretty ambitious so i immediately get to the mall and then i walk into the mall and my first thought is dear god there is so many freaking people in this mall i forgot this but I, I had my headphones in. I had some tunes, had some podcasts or something like that. And I was listening to them like, you know what? No, no, you got this. You got this. And then all of a sudden you're it's a, like. You're a confident man in his mid thirties. You got this. You can oh. do stuff interacting with people. Why not? They say if there's no more room in hell, then the dead will walk the earth. But not in my mall. <laughs> but not in my mall. Well, maybe. Motherfucker. <laughs> they do, though. That's exactly what you were going through. I'm, mm-hmm. so, I'm right there with you. Yeah, so I on. decide that, yeah, okay, here we go. Going to walk into the mall. Walk into the mall, and I start walking, and I'm just sort of looking around, passing shops, and seeing what's available, and... And, uh, you know, uh, you know, what, what, where's something that kind of interests me? And anyways, I, I passed by this one store, they have boots cause I was in the market for a new boot. Yep. Uh, and I, and I walk by and I look, there's not a hell of a lot of people in there. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is the store. This is the for store me. <laughs> for me. This is where I'm going to like cut my teeth and I'm going to interact with people and I'm going to feel fantastic about it. It's going to be great. So I walk into this store. I take my headphones out because that's the polite thing to do. Yeah. And uh, and I start looking at, you know, the boots that they, they drew me in. Okay, and I grab, I grab a boot and I kind of, I don't really, like I wasn't prepared to actually put my foot in this strange boot yet. <laughs> I don't even know if it was my size. But I, I take it down and I, uh, you know, you go through your, you have your checklist of uh, like your stress tests that you yep. do to the boot to sort of check and make sure that it's like, that it's that it's this is you're choosing your champion for your feet covers yeah so my checklist is like can i wear this for three years straight can i wear it in the winter and in the summertime mm-hmm. and does it look like maybe i shouldn't choose it yeah bingo yeah, yeah. anyways so you grab it down you look at it you're like okay this is a boot clearly and you're like okay well it's it's lightweight um it smells like a boot you don't want to put oh, your, yeah yeah it's a floor model so you don't want to put your nose straight into like the into the business part of the boot uh and then uh you, you sort of pick it up and you kind of make it walk a little bit which i picked oh. i picked that one up from my sister and so now i i also do that when i'm looking at footwear right it's because otherwise well how else are you gonna know know. yeah Yeah, how else are you gonna know that how it looks when it's walking brilliant um so you do that and then you do the next thing which is you look and you see how much it costs and then if it is a decent and then you slam it back down (laughs) usually yes usually so anyways i'm doing that and i kind of look at it like okay and i put it down because it was it was way too expensive and then i kind of catch a glimpse of the price as it was walking and that was like you walked it right into its (laughs) walk it right back to the (laughs) counter gonna walk away from it now uh no so i hit that point and at this point i'm like okay well i'm a little lost i think i'm in over my head um, in in regards to boots, uh, and then I kind of look, and there's two people behind a counter, and then there's one customer on the other side of the store, and in between me and this customer is a as an employee, a third guy, mm-hmm. and so I kind of look at him, and he then looks at me, and he says this, which is probably the greatest. Um, customer service line that you can do there if you're working in customer service. I know this really, it really um, 
makes the customer feel like you're going to help them and 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 they're going to you know, they're going to try their best and just help you through your footwear issues or whatever mm-hmm. whatever service as a customer you need they're going to be there for you and uh so he he says his line which was hi and i said hi <laughs> and then he walked away from me and went in the back and so i looked at another shoe and stress tested in the way that i only could uh and then left because uh i didn't know what to do and i didn't know how to ask for help because i felt like no you should say hey what can i help you with today or something like that's just like a- oh my god i grew up working in malls and like i can just picture this like it's honestly to the point where he's like i can't do four feet at once i gotta go he's yeah. gone no 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 i totally like from what he did like i'm not mad at the guy he couldn't choose i'm mad at him i want to put him on blast <laughs> i want to i want to say where that store was i want to you totally looked at his name tag was there a name tag i don't i don't remember i was too too much like taken aback or taken to aside or just in a different place because he that's you a know. boot scoot and boogie is what yeah he did. he did he's just like a boot scoot and booty boot, boogie and that was it and then <laughs> he's like whoosh, he was out of there and I was like, I don't blame you, sir, but... Just screams I, at the girls behind the counter, <laughs> save yourself! <laughs> I would have absolutely loved to just have somebody say, hey, can I take care of you today, sir? <laughs> uh, and then I, I put the shoe down, and then I left th- uh, that store. And I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. Uh, and then I proceeded to walk through the majority of the rest of the mall, looking in stores and just being like, nope, can't do that one. Nope, can't walk in there. Uh, definitely not, definitely not, definitely not. Um, there was at one point I walked past a store called Forever 21. And mm-hmm. the only thing I could think of was like, well, I'm about 14 years too late. No, so, it's, it's forever. Jess. I know, I know. But I feel like it's like, okay, well, I feel like if I walked in there, they'd be like, well, just can we see your ID? And I'd be like, oh, there you go. And they're like, well, sir, you do realize you're 35. And I'll be like, yeah. So... I'm going to leave. <laughs> so yeah, I basically so walked around here. there for another half hour uh, and then talked myself into going into TNT to eat some dumplings that were good, like to eat some dumplings that would make me feel better about the whole entire uh, being in that mall experience. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I left and went home and that was, that was that I don't, uh, I can't. And then I went and ordered um, uh, clothes online like an adult. <laughs> like we do in 2018. Yeah. And that was Jess's mall experience, which <laughs> sounds a lot like mine. And even though people might think this is maybe dudes, a dude's thing, it is not. I dislike the mall and feel just as uncomfortable there in all the little boxes that say different names on them, but really are the same thing. It's a weird world. It is a weird world. <sighs> so, Candace. Yes, Jess. Well, I brought a book today. Wonderful. We're not just going to talk about malls. Nah. Well, maybe. Well, let's see where the rest of the where the rest of this podcast takes us. Right. We don't know yet. No. No. It could be. We could derail (laughs) right back into a mall. I hope not, though. Um, Right. Derailment station or central. That's what it was. (laughs) Can't forget my own. So the book I brought for uh, to 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 judge and to talk about today is um is a book. uh, It's it's been around i remember when this book came out uh and i think, I think there was I know some, what it is I'm i think really there was excited. some some controversy or something like that surrounding this book 
but uh, the book that I have chosen for today is A Million Little Pieces by James Fry. And it just looks... James Fry! Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this book. And um, just so we're all being honest here, I have read this book. Oh. Um, and it was one of my favorites of all time. But... I think I was in a dream state, and I don't know what it's really about. So, Jess. Yes, Candace. You're going to take me on that trip. I'm going to take you on. so many of our viewers. I'm going to take you on a trip. (laughs) Whether or not it's the trip that, well, let's, we will decide that at some point. So, um, yeah, yeah, a million little pieces. Nice and simple cover on this book. Yeah, we got one of those Oprah's Book Club stickers slapped straight on the cover, nice and bright Love so you can see, see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we got a nice blue cover, uh, simple writing, a million little pieces, James Fry. Um, uh, um, we have a, a hand that has been looked like it's been dipped in um, rainbow sprinkles. You know those rainbow sprinkles that you the put on? The Spice of like, Life. The yeah. Spice of Life or, or the, the, I guess they would essentially kind of be like the... Uh, you know, they're kind of like glitter, which yeah. we all know is the herpes of the crafting world. This, yes. is, I guess, is the... Um, I you can't really them... get rid of it ever, and why would you want to? Yeah, it's I guess yours. you kind of call them the herpes of the... Uh, oh, what's that? The um, icing and um, cupcake kind of world? I don't know. Where do you... The I don't baking even... world. The baking world. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, there we go. Um, just uh, there is one other thing here that we do have. Um, uh, just on the bottom, it's it's someone else from Los Angeles Times Book Review. So again, um, a reputable uh, book reviewing newspaper. I want to say I don't know something I'm like guessing that. The Times is a newspaper, but yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, and so they have gripping, a great story. You uh, know what? I'm going to follow along with my own copy of this book okay there we go there we go I'm now not, you can read along at home hey i'm not breaking any rules i have not opened this book for at least over eight years so that means it's okay right sure yeah i Oprah's also book club see it right here i also haven't opened this book so i mean that's what i got going for me so anyways yeah new york uh, los angeles times book review gripping a great story uh you can't help but cheer his victory so there's a victory in this book? Apparently. Okay. There is some sort of victory in this book. Okay. <sighs> so. Are you okay, buddy? It's been a long day. Yeah, yeah it's like the whole basement shook, and mm-hmm. I was afraid mm-hmm. for both of our lives. Yeah. But don't worry, we're okay. The yeah. big one is this not This is a toughie. Happy. I wanted to talk about how he murdered, like, a strange, like, cake clown or something. <gasps> But I didn't feel that that was the sprinkles proper... Sprinkles the Clown? Yeah, Sprinkles the Clown. I didn't feel that that was, like, the proper way to handle this book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I thought about it, and I was like, well, But why? you got him sprinkle-handed right here. <laughs> sprinkle-handed right there. And then I was trying to think of, like, a, something about how, uh, yeah, maybe he murdered a cake. But I didn't really want to go down that route, because I feel like uh, with the, with the you know, a couple weeks ago... Uh, you know, cloud murder and and, and yeah, you're and, like, and come on, I don't forever. want to I mean, so like, much. nah, man, like maybe there's something else here. What's going on? What's really going on? And then I thought about this hand, and I don't. That's the thing is, I don't know if this is a man's hand or a woman's hand or a you know, um, either a, way, a I want to suck hand the fingers or or like who's 
who's is this it's like a non-binary hand it doesn't matter it doesn't matter no, what kind of matter. hand it is it's just like that is a hand that is a yeah. human hand i can agree mm-hmm. on that um and um this is what this is where this morning actually this is where i kind of had this little spark of inspiration i thought about it I was like how would you get all that stuff all over your hand it's like we wouldn't it's like surrounding all the fingers. It's surrounding yeah. all the palm and, and uh, turning that person into. Um, it's really beautiful. If I, I can, can feel it. It's Yeah, you can sort of feel it. It's sort of a, it's very, it's texturous. Um, all I can think is that, you know what, this person, A, they're kind of a sticky person. Ooh, yes. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, so they got to do that. All I could think is somebody having a great big bucket or container, maybe a bag or a sack probably not a sack that's but yeah anyways maybe a pillowcase something like that and it's sack. filled with that's true <laughs> filled with rainbow sprinkles mm-hmm. and then them dipping their hand into that and then i thought about like other times of like well maybe this is sort of the tip of the iceberg and that's like their sweet treat where they dip their hand into this bag the fingertip of the iceberg of rainbow sprinkles but Mm -hmm. that's just one thing that they do they also dip their hands into like bags of rice and Mm -hmm. uh and they also dip their hands into like you know dried beans and 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 other grains and all those kind of things and i don't know if you've ever done that candace actually um i know we're trying to get away from the whole halloween thing but my kindergarten halloween party don't ask me how i remember this but if your dad goes as frankenstein by wearing a they're dads in Halloween. Can we please get out of dads in Halloween? No. But that was one of the th- that was one of the things they did as like a game is they blindfolded us kids, mm-hmm. uh, took us into a dark room. No, they just blindfolded us and we put our hands into different containers and we were supposed to be able to tell you, you know, what it was. Mm-hmm. And I spent way too long there. Ah. But but everyone knew. Everyone yeah. knew that about me already. Yeah. Yes, I have. I've got experiences. The um, corn maze this year. They got three tons of corn. I ran in, I put my up to my elbows, and the little girl was like, be careful, it's filthy. <laughs> when I came out, I You're not the only it. one that's done this. <laughs> my God. I'm so glad she warned me, because like, I was ready just to jump in with them, and it was like unreal dirty. Uh, any, anyways, Jess. Get out of there. Gotta warn you, that's real dirty. Um, so anyways, there's something, I don't know, but again... I find something about that. There's like, it's like soothing. It's very satisfying mm-hmm. to like put your hand in and just like, it's, it it's like cool and it's smooth. And it's, if it's, I mean, if it's rocks, like I was thinking about this, like putting your hand into like a bucket of rocks. If, if they're the polished, rocks, if the rocks are too big and too heavy, it's not a fun thing to do. No. But if the things are small and light and smooth, that mm-hmm. is a very like, I could sleep on that, I think. Yeah, there's something about it that's just like, it's very satisfying. I don't know if it's like what what part of your brain it's like interacting with. It's like, ooh, that's, you know, it's it's like, um, uh, have you ever crushed a lot of eggshells all at the same time? Have I? Yeah. Yes, I have. You definitely. have. And like doing it like kind of slow and you're They're like, They're very oh. sharp though. You have to be careful. Oh, I get too excited. Yeah, well, you put stuff on top of it, and you do that like slow crush. I do it oh. weekly at work when I'm making, yeah. um, you know, large batches of cornbread mix, mm-hmm. and then I've got all these eggshells, and it's like crush them, yay! Oh my goodness, so mm-hmm. fantastic! Um, it really is. Yeah. Like yeah, good. I don't know. Like, and I was thinking, it was like, is this book just about 
not just about like this you know sticky boy experience where he's got all these like you know sugar rainbow dots all over his hand or maybe he's already sticky because he does this so often maybe he like lets them sit on his skin and he goes out and lives his life which leaves mm-hmm. him kind of sticky yeah. goes home redouses himself maybe it's not a sack maybe it's like a shower situation where he has like a trap door that he opens upon himself mm-hmm um, just to just... reach that ecstasy that he's desiring. Ooh, it's a full body kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's getting a little perverted in my brain. So yeah, well, I don't know. you know what? Ever, you know what, Candace? Mm-hmm. To each their own. Yeah, don't yuck that's, on my yum. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that like if that's somebody's game. Like I mean, good on you for a setting up such an apparatus. Yeah, and for just being okay with it, and that's that must super mean you cool. really know yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah. I think that's super cool, and I say good, good on you, um, uh, confectioner cupcake man. Um, oh, I'm gonna sneeze on the podcast. Uh oh, don't do I it. Think I, uh, <laughs> I think I got rid of it. Do you see these like ellipses on the back as well? That they're like <laughs> they're colored as. You know, Candace. Uh, mm-hmm. I won't look at the back of a book. You already did because you read no, I didn't. from the back of the book. I didn't know that that one quote was on the front cover. It's not on my copy. It's oh. on the back. Oh, well, mine, it's on the front. On my front, on my copy, the mm-hmm. front says the most lacerating, lacerating? What a word. The most lacerating tale of drug addiction since William S. Burroughs' junkie, the Boston Globe, oh. which I assume is also a paper, but a globe instead of a Times. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. a times the globe it's a new, was. It's a newspaper. It yeah. Smells like yeah. newsprint. Um, that's crazy. I also think I saw that your Oprah's book club sticker is different than mine. Oh. Is do you think she has multiple clubs? I don't think she has multiple clubs, but I think she has multiple stickers, if you know what yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, I guess I guess when you're like big and famous like Oprah and you can kinda afford to have like any sticker you want. Now I feel like I want to read you some of these off the back, but I'm not going to do it. No, that's okay. We don't need to read the back. We don't need to get dip in there. Um, so, Candace, um, yes, going to say straight off the bat, before you even ask, who would I recommend this book to? Mm-hmm. Well, I would straight up recommend this book to anyone who likes putting their hands and arms and stuff. Oh, yeah. that's me. That's me for sure. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's, you know, something dry like a grain or a big old pot filled with macaroni and cold water. We've never done that. I have done that. It was the I'm... best hangover cure ever. It made us all really happy. Oh, God. Um, that was fantastic. <laughs> I like, I can feel it now. Like, if you guys haven't gone up to your elbows in cooked, cooled noodles you have not lived Mm -hmm, pretty much you just haven't you haven't lived get out there and live cook too many noodles because that's pretty much what happened there well here i come uh with my bat ready to knock that pitch right out when was this book written this oh you know what? Here's the fun part is that I all, I feel like I could remember this. Oh, I see what you're saying. I And like not just be like, okay, I'm going to make up some time that I think it is because I'm rubbing the cover of a book. Um, I feel that this book was like, I want to say, I want to say 2000 and... 2003, 2004. That feels really, really like, that feels like yeah. whenabouts it came out. 
Yeah, again, and I, I remember it coming out, and that's a time when I was alive-ish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, well, I was a little, I was a little hazy. I was, I was, you know, twenty something and not paying attention to the world. But I remember. I was this living book. in Calgary. Mm. I was living in Calgary. I borrowed this book from my best friend. I still have it, so you know how that went. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into James Fry after that, and I was really into Augustine Burroughs around that time too. Yeah. Um, but wasn't it the situation like Oprah was like, oh, this book is so great. James Fry came to the to her show and then he jumped on her couch and screamed about how much he loved katie holmes i believe that was tom cruise oh yeah yeah funny funny but i mean he might have he might have still done that i don't know i thought that was i thought that was a controversy that it was i don't i I don't know i don't want to quote what i think the controversy might be you're right i can see it in your eyes what you're gonna say i was making a big joke i knew Mm -hmm. that was tom cruise or little tom fisher or mm-hmm. brad pitt or whatever his name is <laughs> but she basically like you know thought this book was really true life stuff and then some speculations came out that maybe everything wasn't true but all i have to say to that is it's a book truth is relative is that can i say that because i kind of believe is, it truth is relative i mean i guess it depends to me, like, yeah. unless it's something like, you know, if you're if you're my significant other or my best friend, I guess I do want truth from you. But everyone else in the world, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're writing a book for me, I don't care if it's true or not. Honestly, like, I love storytellers and it's been kind of a downfall in my life. One of my first boyfriends was just like a compulsive liar. Um, but I enjoyed his crazy lies and his stories. Like, of course, when they weren't directly attached to me. But I had this dear friend who would tell these stories that would like make you barrel over with laughter they were so ridiculous he would always want me to put on casey and jojo so he could lip sync to me Mm -hmm. he was a crazy awesome friend but i known him for years since he was like 12 or something and i had a group of girlfriends come over that didn't know him and he just says to them i just broke up with my girlfriend we dated for six years never heard her fart (laughs) he didn't have a girlfriend like at all I didn't know what the hell he was talking about, but I didn't care. Yeah. Because I was like, I mean, the girls laughed, and yeah. I was like, there you go. That's uh, that's breaking that's the buddy. ice and the yeah. wind. <laughs> I don't know. Storytellers, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. But truth is, truth is key. That yeah. is true. I mean, I also, I, the truth is key, definitely. But I also, I really like a good, well-crafted story. I don't care, I don't care if it's true or not. I mean, sometimes, yeah, yeah you do care if it is true or not, but... Sometimes. I think there's a time and place for both because, like, I yeah. really like stories, but then when it's like some true crime stuff, like, I want to know the truth. Like, yeah. speculation sometimes isn't good enough for me, but speculation isn't the same as storytelling. I don't think. No, 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 definitely not. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it's just fun to make up a story and then build on it and build on it and build on it until it's just like, well, that was just dumb. That was yeah. so dumb, but so lovely. Thank you for that journey. Exactly. Yeah. We all just have to make sure that we are like the main character in this uh, this judgment where we have found ourselves. We're okay with the fact that we have the trap door. And uh, you just have to be okay with yourself enough that you can take some bullshit sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? It doesn't what really other... affect you. No, it does not. Unless you let it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, we're going to be right back after something that we've put here. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Hey, guys. uh, Guess what? We have something great for the we don't know what we put in here segment. We have something to put in here. It is our very first 
interview from our newest sponsor, which is here with me right now in the podcast basement. It is Sasha Von Chapwick, the heir to the Moistums Chapstick Empire. So happy to have you, Sasha. Um, thank you. Thank you, Candace, for having me. Yeah. Um, can I just start asking you some questions here? Are you comfortable? Um, I'm I'm very comfortable today. Thank you for asking. I hope you're comfortable too. And oh, thanks, Sasha. You can you can go ahead and ask me all the questions. Okay. Well, what makes your chapstick stand out from others? Um. Um. Our family recipe is um, one that's been passed down through generations and generations. Um, we use only the finest and moisture-rich ingredients to give our customers the most luxurious experiences. It's like kissing a bag of chinchillas, which, if you haven't tried, I suggest... Candace, I suggest you do try okay. to yeah. kiss a bag of chinchillas. It's such a lovely treat for your lips. Un unless the chinchillas get scared and bite you. Uh, that happens sometimes. Yeah, they're in a bag. Um... Well, a family recipe. That's very interesting, Sasha. What is your what is in your family recipe if uh, you don't mind me asking? Oh, I don't mind you asking. No, no. Um um I can tell you all of the ingredients except the secret ingredient that I'm not supposed to talk about. It's a mm. secret. Oh, how mysterious and unconventional, Sasha. What are some of the ingredients you can tell me? Um we like to keep things very natural, as nature is a big, beautiful woman and understands moisture like no other. Mm. Starting with a base blend of body butters, chaise butter, mango butter, cocoa butter. All Yeah, and cocoa butter. Yeah, it's right there on my notes. Then we add some nourishment oils. Usually olive oil or almond oil or virgin coconut oil is very nice, very nourishing. Um, now, all we need then is to add some beeswax for structure. Bees are so good at knowing structure. That's kind of their thing, bees. Um, all there's left to do after that is uh, add the secret ingredient, and then we pack it up, and we ship it. Oh, well, there you go again about that secret ingredient. Uh, you keep mentioning it, and I don't suppose you could just tell me what that is? Um, well, I can tell... Candace, I can tell by your lips that you hold a high standard for lip moisture. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, but you can't tell anyone. I promise I won't tell anyone. 
Well, did you know that whales make whale jelly? No. Not many people know that. It's true, though. Um, We, my family, we um, trade with the whales, and they give us their moisture-rich jelly. It's super rich in moisture. Um, Whales are kind of like bees. It's, I mean, they are. I mean, it makes, when you think about it, Candace, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, um, what what do you trade with the whales to get the jelly? Um, it's mostly a krill and plankton-based transaction. Although sometimes uh, the whales ask for other things or just general help. We like to help the whales however we can. They are super important and good. Uh, that they are. Well, uh, thank you so much for talking with me today, Sasha. It's been a delight. It's the word we're going to use. Uh, is there anything else you would like to end off with? Um, your co-host Jess is a cute, fuzzy, jelly bean of a man. I'd like to take some pictures of him getting his lip moisture levels so right. Oh, well, um, I'll, I'll let him know. Uh, thanks again, Sasha. Let's, let's get back to the podcast. Um, if I gave you my number, would you give it to Jess? Do you think he would call? Um, Sasha, dear, I, Jess is a really busy guy. Um, and I, I see he's got lots of chapstick. Um, he, Maybe he'd call, but I guess I could take your number. Mm, thank you, Candace. This has been so nice. Yeah, it's really been nice. And I think we're going to go back to the podcast now. Is there, is there, this is your paid space, so if there is anything else you need to say, should, I should let you. Mm. Well, there you go, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed whatever that was. Right on. Yes. All the way. Yeah. That's just that's that, just how it goes. And now it is time for the end of the show. Yeah. Aww. <sighs> but we never really want to go, and we won't, because we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. In and the meantime, you guys can check out the uh, past episodes. What is that, Jess, you're trying to get in there? I was going to say, and then every other week until yes. forever. Because yes. we're going to do this forever, probably. Every Thursday till the end of time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I feel the chains. I feel the chains. Um, You're weighing me down. Alice, is that you in chains? Funny. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. funny. But honestly, guys, uh, check out the other episodes. Make sure you don't miss the Halloween episode. We had a very special musical guest. Mm-hmm. And um, please check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Right? Yeah. Do we say that one every time or have we, we missed do. Google? No, no, we say okay. that. We say that. And uh, we're really, uh, we're grabbing like some emos in a mosh pit. Star grabbing. Yeah. Give us some star reviews. Jess, you don't get my reference? I don't. Didn't n- you ever do that dance where it's 
star grab like this. star grab in mosh pits no we just smashed into each other we, we well went, that was something actually we, i wanted to clear that up from the from the halloween episode okay. i say that i was in an emo crowd and then you said well i liked you were like i liked metal and punk and stuff to me growing up that was just what people called us if we were into that right oh. like i didn't love screamo or anything like that yeah. um I didn't really know thrice. And I also, you know, I listened to AFI, but I didn't know the used very well. You know, listen, I wasn't totally an emo kid. I was more of a rock and roll kid. So I yeah. wanted to express that because I don't think that uh, anyone would think I was an emo. And if oh. you do, you're dirt. <laughs> but uh, Well, that got aggressive real fast. Um, it always does with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, oh. Now, just to get things a little back on track... Um, yeah, um, (laughs) it's the derailment episode. Um, if you want to check out the cover of this book that we have, uh, judged there, any of the other covers, you can go ahead and, uh, find us on Instagram, uh, Candace and Jess, uh, Mm -hmm. or, uh, you can also find us on Twitter where we post some stuff like the covers of the books. And Mm -hmm. that is at Candace and Jess, um, yeah, yeah. We, d- I mean, usually, I don't know. Twitter's weird. I'm wearing t- tearaway <laughs> pants today. Derailment. Mm-hmm. Um, Tearaways. Well, I think that's about all we have for you today. Mm, thank you for listening to Candace and Jess judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Jess. And I am Candace. And I am going <laughs> to cue that outro music. And I'm gonna hear it real soon. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs>